Hello, good afternoon. Monday the 30th of October. And Everton have already equalled last year's away victories. How about that? How about mm. those apples? Mm. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome. Mm. Good win for the Blues on yesterday, wasn't it? I was say Saturday. It was. Yesterday. It was a very, very good win. I must admit, I was confident we'd win this game, which is probably one of the first times this season. Um, I just fancied us yesterday. I think I said on Thursday, didn't I? I fancied us and thought that things were in our favour and we had to take advantage of it. Yeah. We said, didn't we, they were in Greece on Thursday and it was an earlier kick-off and it was an yeah. opportunity to catch them a little bit flat. Um, and I thought the game plan kind of worked, nearly. Yeah, bore the life out of them for the first yeah. 15 minutes, which and it worked. Someone said it was a very moist one nil away yeah, win, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah. And it was. We moist, moist, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Basically. We moisy the moist. No, we did. We uh, 15 minutes or so, we just put a stranglehold on the game. Yeah, we conceded a couple of opportunities, but as the game went on, we uh, grew, I thought. Got mm. the goal at the right time and then just controlled the game and, of course, a couple of minor scares towards the end, but really... Um, thought it was a really good performance, a really good performance. Well, it was a, it was a great effort. I, I thought for a minute he was going to like maybe lob the keeper, but but it was a great effort to be fair. I would rather admit it first time than go on and just. See, I think he should have gone on again. Cresswell was nowhere near him. Maybe they took another touch. He's in the box then, and I think I think it was just slotted. brilliant striking position though. It was like no, he's just better, hasn't he? Keeper made the keeper great early. Save. Keeper made a great save, but um, what a goal by Don. Mm. Show more of this, isn't he, lately? Like, more of little trick. the tricks and mm, stuff. Mm. That is, you know, we saw the turn at Brighton, and I think we all know about the turn at Brighton. Mm. Um, but we've seen, you know, clever footwear from him of late, and that was a, that signs of confidence, that to do that little trick, and it's it early, catch the keeper out, and he did with a, a tremendous finish, and of course, that's 50 Premier League goals are for him now. Mm. Which is good. He's Fantastic. chasing down Tim Cale. Yeah. He's on 56, isn't he? He's the fourth highest Premier League goal scorer for Everton now. Yeah. So the half century. So delighted for him. And he's made a massive difference being back, hasn't he? Yeah. To the team. No, it's huge. It's huge for the team. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, having, having a striker up there who just knows how to play in the Premier League and, and, and suits the way we play, actually suits Dyche's style of play mm. massively. Mm. Um, and, you know, seen the thing before about him saying the manager came in and basically just said what has been happening has to stop. Um, and it's worked, you know, we it got, we gambled on it last year and, and of course he got injured at Wolves, but it's worked. And obviously adding Bethel to the squad and Chimiti, I've meant that it's given him a little bit of a lift knowing that if anything happens, if he breaks down or if he needs to be taken out the side for any reason, mm. like you know, possibly Wednesday night, then you can put you can put those players in. And very interesting yesterday that Bethel didn't even get on the pitch yeah, and yeah. Timothy did. Um I imagine Bethel will start on Wednesday. So. Makes sense. But uh he looks fit, he looks he looks hopefully he looks like he's put a Put it all behind him now. Mm. He looks like he's put it all behind him. Just just looks a lot freer in himself. And you know what? Fair play as well. You know, we've had a go at Sean Dykes with some of the stuff that's mm. gone on, certainly the home form. But fair play to him on this one. He made 
he made a big call. Yeah. And he's wanted to get Dom fit and he's given Dom the uh, he's given Dom the time to get himself ready. And you're right, they, they just haven't better win that squad. And the other thing as well with this as well, this is also giving Beto the opportunity to get get up to speed as well. Because I think we saw when he's come, I think he's been fine when he started games. Yeah. When he come off the bench, it's taken him a little bit of time to get up to speed. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So therefore, I was wondering if Chimiti gets up to speed a bit quicker and that was maybe why he threw him on yesterday. Maybe Chimiti just suited the, suited the game plan a little bit more of just staying high. Beto like, does like to drop a little mm. bit deeper and get involved and maybe thought that if he dropped in and he lost the ball, Whereas Schmitty stretched the pitch a little bit and stayed. I imagine he should have slipped them in as well. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, but he, you know, he mm. he stayed really high yeah, up the pitch, yeah, and maybe yeah. better wouldn't have done that. Mm. The manager, he's, manager has made the decision. I mean, I'd like to have seen him make maybe make another sub because the players they locked the car. They did look really, and it wasn't exactly like it wasn't. To be honest, it wasn't physically tired. They looked mentally tired. They were starting the to make the wrong. No, but he started to make the wrong decisions. Mm. And instead of like little things like that, mm. like just slipping a player in, yeah. they're hanging on for an extra second. Mm. But, the, you know, that's that's where you got to be dice fit. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have put on uh, Garner for the core near the end. Just have someone who's going to go and press the mm. ball and stuff. But listen, he, he sure it out and it was a great win. And to give us that little bit of confidence now. Now we've got two home games and now they're not both in the league. So... We've got an opportunity to start feeling good about ourselves at home. Mm-hmm. And this is the area, I said this on me, Matt's reaction thing, this is the thing he's got to get right. Away, we've been fine under Sean Dyke since he come in. I know we've had, we had a 4 0 at Arsenal, a 4 0 at Villa. The 4 0 at Arsenal was self inflicted as well with a couple of errors. The 4 0 at Villa was massively self inflicted. Um, you know, we gifted them all of the goals, probably, but certainly. The second, third, and fourth, we absolutely well, we gifted, gifted them. them because Michael Keane played, and also people stopped running with people and stuff. Um, I think aside from those two games, Everton in general have, have had a go in. I know you, you can point to the derby last year where people weren't exactly happy, but they didn't get pounded, did they? There's been a level of performance, I think, away from home under the manager because yeah. I think he's he's been more comfortable with those tactics yeah, he away. Those tactics. And I think at home he's been caught between two worlds um, of trying to be a little bit more creative and stuff. So he's just got to get that balance right at Goodison. And we had it against Bournemouth and it's called intensity. Mm. You've got to go after people at home and the crowd respond then and then you make it uncomfortable for teams. And I think he's done that well. And I think the next two games will shoot Everton, to be honest. I think Mm. I watched quite a bit of Burnley on Saturday at Bournemouth. Um, they weren't great, very open, and Everton can Everton can certainly get into that. And Brighton give you opportunities yeah, to spring yeah. them. You know, we saw Fulham take a point there yesterday. It's a few games now. Brighton stump stuttered <coughs> for. Um, got an opportunity. Got to take it. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're not exactly. They're trying to get a grip. Brighton's trying to get a grip, aren't they? With the European schedule and the um and playing in the Premier League and the balance for the squad difficult, very difficult mm. to learn in Kev. Um and we saw that yesterday. So mm. that yesterday maybe that that was the kind of game yesterday where previously they would have took that game away from Fulham but they just couldn't quite get away from them. Mm. And Fulham got the equalizer. Yeah. So 
they'll have a lot of the Andy ball. Robinson did the, an yeah, unbelievable clearance. Yeah. They they'll have a lot of the ball on Saturday, but that's Absolutely, that's yeah. like that's that's not the worst thing in the world for us. You know, yeah. we hit the thirty-seven percent. Sweet the sweet spot, spot yeah, isn't it? The, the sweet spot between thirty six and thirty eight percent. I said it, sweet said it all along. Thirty seven percent, and that's what it was yesterday. The um, thought Nathan Patterson did well yesterday. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a couple of moments. Started shaking. Yeah, one with Paquetta flicked it over his head, and that yeah. them was a bit poor from him. But I thought he grew into the game, and near the end, he was winning fifty fifties, putting tackles in and celebrating tackle. I like that confidence in it. Mm. And confidence. That's good. Uh, yeah. Bramfway, yeah. As the game went on, you could see Patterson getting more confident. Yeah. Mm. Just winning his battle. Winning his battle. I think he, just, is. he should just trust in him now. And say, or certainly till Seamus is a hundred percent ready. Yeah. And let's forget the Ashley Young. I think so, because I think it's a it gives everyone that gives everyone that feeling as well that the manager is gonna have a is gonna progress with you. build something. You know, yeah. you've got Patterson, you've got Bramthwaite, you've got McNeil in there, you've Garner. got you've got uh, Onana, you've got Garner. Mm. There's a young gun core there, and I'm mm. not saying it's like a core that's going to take us flying into Europe, mm. but at least it's something to build on, and with the experience around it. So, yeah, I'd rather see I'd rather see Patterson play every week and make mistakes than 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 Ashley Young playing for one season making similar mistakes. Mm. You know, you you know, you mentioned Brantwaite there, Brantwaite. Yeah, he's got he's he's had the edges. Or continues to have the edges taken off him, but mm. by playing games, sorry, he didn't play. They weren't at Everton because someone made that decision. <clears throat> Patterson's had a similar route in a way. Okay, not maybe not from uh, as low a division as what Brantway came from, but he's had a similar. He's had a similar start. We grabbed them young. We grabbed mm. them with very inexperience, and he's had a very stop-start Everton career. Yeah, he has to play games of football, but it, to me, it is confidence with him. Mm. It's that. That moment's hesitation, you yeah, can see it yeah, in his game. Yeah, yeah. But when he goes, when he goes flat out, and when he gets, I think it's he's got a. It's almost like education for him. It's got yeah. a, like knowing your opponent, mm. knowing who to dive in on and who not to dive in yeah, on. Yeah. So first game of the season, I think you know he he made the mistakes against William of of diving in and were too tricky. Where mm. they're the games where you go back off. And let him see if he he's can go around you yeah, and beat yeah. you for pace, which mm. he's not. But he didn't. He jumped in, yeah. and that's 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 probably where like someone like Seamus watches opponents mm. and goes, wait, wait, "What are my strengths up against him? Mm. Do I leave him? Do I hold him? Do I? If I go in quick, will he just? Has he got a quick little move? Mm. So stuff like that's massively important. Yeah, absolutely. But like you say, because I think Ashley Young can then become a decent sub then, yeah, experienced yeah. and that, and can play in a few positions. Don't hang him out to dry by playing him every game mm. at that age. You know what I mean? And it's not even the age at the moment. He's not playing well. It's not like he's playing really well, actually, young. No. So, therefore, you know, go with Patterson. Get Seamus fully fit as well. And then have Ashley Young as a, as a sub, a good sub on the bench to bring on. And you can play them in any position mm. then and he'll do you the job. Uh, and that's how, that's really how he should be used. You know, and they, him and... Seamus should be giving Patterson little tips, mm. little bits of advice about it because we that's what we want to see. We want to see our players. We want to see a young core of players developing, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Because that gives you the energy. I'd just like Patterson to be a bit more confident running at people because mm. we've seen he, he has got that ability to fly forward and it, it's been taken out of him a little bit and it might just be confidence. But early last season under, under Lampard, 
a few moments like Leeds away should really have scored and the derby I remember he had one that deflected into the side net and at Goodison he was flying forward and that's what we need because it gives you that extra not a, not away I get it but at home certainly um, but I thought he did well yesterday Onana good again mm. James Garner had it, was worked hard mm. was decent in there as well and um, Harrison worked hard as well so yeah, I mean, they all, they all, they all, all played the job, role. They, they yeah. all played the role. Mm. I mean, the wide men weren't very good going forward, but mm. Dwight McNeil's numbers defensively are excellent. Mm. And that's what you've got to do sometimes. You've got to dig in, haven't you? You've got to dig in, make it hard for the opposition. If you can't do something going forward, then make sure the opposition don't get past you going the other way. I think that's what we did yesterday for the main part. Um and we just had the goal. The goal separated us. It was a, it was a, it was the only real bit of class in the entire game, and it deserved to be the winning goal. There you go, Anne Marie. Done. Oh, it was the, clock, right. the clock. The clock. She's right. Uh, Emma says uh, the Premier League will be fuming. Watch them up their recommendation out <laughs> to a fifteen point deduction. <laughs> they want us gone. Let's get the twelve first. Why else? Yeah. Why else would they be saying twelve points? Yeah. Yeah. Mad. Mad. Um, Kevin says, is Dan Juma actually stuck to the bench? Mm. Glued to the bench? I don't think yesterday was a game for no, him. No, To be fair, I don't think it was a... I don't think you needed you needed uh, players who would just... Would, and that's why the manager kept, na, you know, nine outfielders on the pitch. No, well, I get the it. Game. Well, he, did, he, does, he it. loves it, doesn't he? And you almost you have to get to a point where you have to understand the manager and go. This is what he's going to do. There's no point getting angry about it. He likes to. He likes continuity. He doesn't like to. Sometimes players can take five minutes to get into a game, ten minutes to get into a game to get up to the pace of the game. Mm. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like bringing players on who you know they're going to have to do a job straight mm. away. Are they listening to the instructions? Yeah. Are they coming on with, with knowing what they? Dan Juma for me is not a player there that you bring on. When you are desperate to get over the line, yeah, because he'll all he has to do is let someone wander off him. Mm. That's all you ask. That's the fa- the margins in football. We saw that when um, the Corey was daydreaming at the back post and Jared Bowen oh got a free Oh my god! And you know what? You seen the Corey realize it? You see his yeah. reaction? He went like that yeah. as if like, oh my god! I didn't even see him. And they had one. They had one. Was it the first half or the second half? The same type of free kick. Mm where we just left someone on their own again. And it was like, why are we, like, why haven't we sorted that out? Do you know what I mean? And that is something we're going to have to look at because if teams see that there's an opportunity coming round the back of us, we're going to have to, because better teams or teams who, you know, on another day, I mean, on another day, Jared Bowen heads that in. Yeah. And it's just a moment where you've gone to sleep and it's cost you a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, and that is something clearly you'll always get those moments in game teams can train all all week and constantly and sometimes in a game it'll break to someone they put in you can't defend everything we understand that but just those moments off set plays I think we've got to be we've got to be careful certainly Mm. but um, but the thing is as well there's like those I fully understand why the manager doesn't always make subs though Sometimes as a fan, you're going, right, I want to see him come on now. But mm. the actual reality is those players are drilled. They're up to, they're doing a job. And you can't, we've seen this a couple of times this season where the manager's made change. I think a Villa away in the cup where he just made changes for changes' sake almost. Mm. And we lost all the momentum. 
And we've done that a few times where we've just took players off and the player who you think's going to come on and get up to speed yeah. doesn't actually do it. We've done it against Bournemouth even. He brought better, like I made up better, come on, but it took him a while to even get up to the speed of the game, which lost all our attacking impetus yeah, because yeah. we've made so many changes. So yeah, I was just thinking yesterday, in particular, Decore, because he just looked dead on his feet. Mm. I'm I was shocked it was Dom, to be honest. I thought Dom had just had a really good moment on the... On the yeah, I was like, good, why are you saying he looks well I think he's just trying to protect them as well, isn't he? And, and maybe he's just thinking, like you said, Chimitty, a little yeah, bit of pace yeah. over the top. And Chimitty did really well, actually, a couple of times. He had the ball over in the corner and held it up. Got a couple of throw-ins and was just knocking them about. And that one, like we said, if McNeil would have slid him in, he would have been in on the keeper. He might have missed anyway, but at least he would have been in on goal, wouldn't he? So, But it's good for him. He's got on the last couple of games. and In fact, the last three, hasn't he? Come oh, on against Bournemouth. Belief, on against, uh, well, in training, mm-hmm. he's, he's building them up, isn't he? They're having to do a lot of work with him. But we want that, don't we? Yeah, we want yeah. that where there's three strikers and you're going, I actually don't yeah. know if this is better yeah, or I don't, don't know which... Don't missing. feel like... Sorry for Beto because he's not getting on. I don't feel no. sorry for Dan Juma if he's not getting the, on. You've, you've got, got to create get, that hunger. You've got well. to get past that point where in your like sort of fandom where you're like rooting for certain people and go. You've got to become that like if he ain't pulling up trees, he ain't pulling up trees. Mm. Should be working harder. Mm. Pick come to the football club. So I've done really well previous club, you know, and and now this Beto and now you want to fight for that place and mm-hmm. that means on Wednesday night if he starts, you better be scoring a couple of goals. He's got to at least be making a difference, yeah. creating goals yeah. if you're not scoring. You know, be great. We want him off the mark, don't we? Uh, and I think you'll see him. I think if he scores a Premier League goal, I think his head, because it is that belief then. As a centre forward, every, you'll hear this from like a lot of strikers, every striker who goes anywhere, when you play in like a different league, you want to get that first goal because that gives you the, but I can do it at this level yeah. or I can do it in it. Like that with anything. Um, go there, get the goal, then it's off your back. Then it's like, yeah, well, he, he has scored at this level. Mm. Where right now, Beto hasn't scored in the Premier League, so therefore, there's no, he's got no kind of like yeah, currency yeah. right now. He's just a big lad who's a handful. Well, get the goal and start, then you neck get you two, and then all of a sudden, you've someone who you can rely on and say, will be with Chimitty. But you're right, if he play, if he starts on Wednesday and Dom did kind of throw the gauntlet down to Dykes because he was like, mm-hmm. Carabao Cup next. I love the Carabao Cup. <laughs> they like scoring in it. So it was like, you know, I think he's feeling at the moment, I want to play every game. Mm-hmm. I've been out for so long, I'm scoring. I don't want to be dropped. And it isn't dropped. It'll be, it'd just be rotated, wouldn't it? So it'll be interesting to see whether the manager does go strong or whether he goes, no, I'm going to go with Beto. And we'll have Dom for the last half an hour. Um We'll see how we go, but it's good that we have got those options with the three lads, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, James Kendall says, Howdy, Gary Ward says, Howdy. Benjamin says, Hello, all. Is it okay to start feeling positive from now on going into games? <laughs> and Jess says, Are you okay, hon? Um, Ian Spencer says, Really good win yesterday and fully deserved. Uh, Branthwaite had another fantastic game. The only negative with Dyke's lack of subs when we were blowing out of our backsides on 65 minutes, especially the Corey. He was very poor all game, in my opinion. First touch, as bad as any professional footballer I've seen. Bring on Bailey. Yeah, I had to replace the Corey yesterday. I thought he, I don't think he had a particularly good game. The thing about him is he could have scored, couldn't he? And that's the thing that he does differently to other, other players. And therefore, what do you do? Do you go with Dan Juma in that role? But then he's not going to cover the ground the Corey does. I'd have put Garner, the Trisha Garner game on with 15 minutes left and Adam just off Dom. 
and said, go and press the ball and hunt, because do, he does that very well, and when he's got two men behind him, it works, but then is Atrissa going to be breaking? So that's the that's the problem. It's not a problem, but that's the thing that the core brings that others don't. He's capable of getting on the sheet. And also, although ironically, but he had no clue the other problem was there. He's still a, he's a big lad in the yeah. box as well, offset plays from both ends. Corey, don't forget how pivotal the Corey is to, to the away performances mm. away from home. And look how lost we were when we didn't have him. Mm. Like he was everywhere yesterday, everywhere. His heat map is all over the pitch. He's such an important player for the way for the way we play. From he just gives from. the ball away so much, and his touch, and he runs into trouble. He's fr- he is hugely frustrating. He's probably he's probably the worst midfielder you can see with the ball, but also he's such a, it's, he's a mad player because he's like he's, mm. he's so loose with the ball. Some of his decision making is really bad. Yeah, he covers so much ground and is so pivotal because yeah. he can get on the end of things and get your goals as well. He's like a mad conundrum, but you'd understand why Dykes plays him because that one, if he'd, if he'd, for me, if he'd have taken another touch with the one off Dom's flick, he's in the penalty area and just slots in under the goalie. We'd all be saying, outstanding, wouldn't we? Because he was the one breaking into that space off Dom. He'd done it brilliantly. We know his finish. It's mad to say because I think he's still our top scorer. It's mad to say that his finishing's actually not brilliant, but he gets no, so many chances, doesn't he? Stuff and... You know, if he was a little bit more refined in those moments, he'd have well more goals, wouldn't he? But yeah, I, I still would have replaced him because he looked he looked dead on his feet the last fifteen minutes, and they were they were starting to get into, you know, Moyes through everything at it, didn't he? But Danny Ings on and people like that, Ben Rahmer on, they were getting a bit more territorial advantage. But listen, we kept the clean sheet and won the game, so. Um, Martin says, great performance and win. Wonder what negatives Mac Hughes is cooking up on the back of that. <laughs> Premier League recommended 21-point deduction. Um, Adam says, good to see some real balance in the team now that the players are being played in their best positions. Let's keep this group fit and we can hopefully start looking at the teams above us rather than below. It's a shame we never got to sign Kudus. He's going to be some player and will fit very nicely in our team. Also, what on earth was Atwell doing? Playing about 20 seconds worth of advantage from our offside, then pulling it back when we won the ball back. Proof that the refs just make the rules up on the spot. Atwell, you know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't think he was that bad, really, yesterday. But in that one, it's the rule that's pathetic mm-hmm. because the linesman put the flag up. So once the linesman raises the flag, I can't believe I'm going to say this. In the referee's defence, you can clip this if you want. <laughs> In the referee's defence, um, what can he do? He's got to blow his whistle if the linesman puts his flag up, hasn't he? The rule was pathetic, though, because that went like to Dom. I think it was Dom, wasn't it? Or was it Decore? Whoever it was. It, they were offside, but they cleared the ball anyway, and the ball played on for ages. And then when we got it back and then come forward, he then put the flag up, and it was like... That happened ages ago. How, like, even Dykes went fuming, didn't he, to mm. the fourth official? Like, how long before it it becomes an? You know, it wasn't an advantage because West Ham had had the ball. So I, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was crazy. But I think that's the rule, mate. I think the rule is pathetic. By all means, like, I mean, Zach was fuming with the, uh, with the woman Dom at the bar, and then he put his flag up. But he can't put it up until 
you have the the real thing is you let them finish yeah, the move. Yeah, that, that's that's what should happen. Which Stuart Atwell didn't do on day one. It's why it's why um, it's why the one that uh, Pickford, the one that Pickford saved, and it was Kudos offside. Yeah, that's a huge save Brilliant because save. you don't know. He didn't know. Yeah, you don't. But you don't know even because he's put his flag up. No, he exactly. might go and yeah, yeah, might go yeah. and check that and yeah. say he was on. It took a deflection off. Um, it took a deflection off an Everton player. Oh, mm. uh, constituting rule 54, 87, 23. It's, mm. a, it's a perfect good. Concept. It's Matthews is aware of. Um, no, it was. It, that was a massive save. But yeah, it was the. Because, like I said, Stuart Atwell blew the whistle at Goodison against Fulham when the ball was rolling into the net. And had they left far check it, Everton would have been given the goal. Mm. And he like, made sure that it like didn't. The Newcastle one? Very similar to Callum Wilson's opener mm. the other night. And then the penalty, which was in the map. Well, hey, hey, oh, it's almost like there was some something going on. Mm. Some kind of instruction. Uh, Mark says, uh, Wednesday, a great chance for a cup run. I'd bring in Beto. Dan Juma for McNeil and maybe Garner, but that's the most of it. Keep mm. the rest. Do you not think Seamus Coleman will start? No, because he wasn't on the bench yesterday. Mm. Did say he was still a bit away, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, what would you do Wednesday? Would you, any way, I can't believe I'm going to say this, is there any way you would consider playing Michael Keane or Ben Godfrey? No. No? Not, on, not unless you don't want to win the game. Okay. Would you go mainly strong? No. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. it's a great opportunity to get into the what would be the quarterfinal, wouldn't it? Yeah. If we won. Of a major well, it is a major cup and certainly for us. Yeah. And it's momentum as well. The best the biggest thing is momentum. The more games sounds stupid saying it, but the more games that Everton can win at Goodison, the more confident we'll all feel, which will create a um a harder environment for away teams. Once mm. away teams go to a place and think these these are good at home. It puts a pressure on them. Whereas for too long, people have come to Goodison and gone, you've heard Ben Foster saying it. You know, don't get through the first 15. This crowd are on the back and it's an easy place to play. Let's make it a horrible place to play. Let's make it, I fucking hate Goodison. Like a lot of people. And Frank Lampard saying it when he was a Chelsea player. Hardest ground to play at. John Terry, the hardest ground to play at bar on Goodison Park. Mm-hmm. Horrible place to have to play your football. Paul Scholes has said it. Roy Keane said such a tough place to go and play. And these are these are all teams that beat us, but their players, the top top players, going difficult place to play. That mm. well for too long, Goodison hasn't been a difficult place to play. Goodison's been an easy place to play. Mm. So we have to get that. And you only get that with winning games because then the arrogant, like if you want, an, in a nice way. The arrogance of the fans comes back and it's like, we'll beat these today. So therefore you're on top of the away team immediately. You're on the referee immediately and you create that hostile environment where for too long, and it's nothing to do with us, the results have been that way. The football's been crap and too many poor sides have rolled us over that we've all been beaten down. But I thought the fans were magnificent yesterday. Let's go and do it. Let's make Goodison horrible again. Me. M-G-H-A. Let's have those. Them caps. Mm. If you can... Fake news can wear a cap with that kind of stuff on. I'm, I'm all right. You know. I'm all right. I'll, well... I can live without a cap. Then. Okay. I mean, you know, our owner was there. New prospective owner was there donning his cap. One of yesterday. So. like a cap. There you go. Thrives on a cap. He's got good hair as well. Why are you hiding under a cap? Madness. Uh, Stance says... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Lately, the performances are getting the results they deserve. 
I'm liking the fact that we're getting good all-round team performances, emphasis on being on team. Dykes needs and deserves some credit for recent performances. And again, better water signing, just being there, making Dom keep his foot on the gas. I think, I'm not so sure it's like Dom keeping his foot on the gas. I think Dom being relaxed enough to know that it isn't all on him. I think that's yeah. the big thing. It will, of course, it'll give Dom an edge. Of course it will. If you've got a player and you're thinking, this lad could actually take my place, mm. it gives you that edge. So you're right in that way, Stan. But I think it's more, I think it's more him thinking, it isn't all on me. Yeah. And and also for the rest of the team going, well, if Dom's not doing it, we've got this other lad who'll come on and knock people about. It's that confidence. Gary Warder says another solid game from Brantwick. Brantwick was exceptional. Glenn says, in an ideal world, would you get rid of Keane on the first day of the window? If so, who would you take to replace him? Who might be a realistic target in a historically difficult window? Uh, I don't know about realistic targets because who are you likely to get in January? Mm. Who is, you know, because are you saying we're trying to get someone to come in and break these two up? I don't think you get... I love Tarkovsky, absolutely love him. And I think he's got four or five seasons in him. Because he's just that type yeah. of defender. And Brantwaite's exceptional. And then two as a partnership are brilliant. I think it's more about fostering those, that partnership. Mm. Making sure the full-backs are all in. See, that's why I'd have Patterson. And that would be my unit. And say, okay, you can we can talk about a left-back and we want a more attacking left-back. But Michalenko lately has had some great performances. Really solid. We know that, yeah. We know that he can't cross the halfway line. <laughs> we know that, really. So we'll we'd be looking at a more attacking left back if I'm if I'm looking to buy one. Um a centre back. Yeah, listen, Michael Keane's time at Everton, in my opinion, is up. I think for him, I think he could go and still have a decent career playing games regularly at a place where he hasn't got any of the baggage and he's now got at Everton. I think that'd help him. Uh, and then for me, I think you'd be looking at a younger centre back, but I don't know because how do you, who would we who are we likely to get in January? That's the thing. If you're gonna go and do that centre back thing, you do it where you spend a lot of time and you get them in the summer where you're bedding them in then to the squad. If you're trying to pick one up in January, you're looking to pick up someone who's maybe not in a team. It's where Connor Cody would have been perfect to mm. be a because he's only really on the bench at Leicester at the moment. Yeah. He's doing bits and pieces at Leicester. Would have been good for us. But Michael Keane wasn't bought, so and I understand why the club went. We haven't got that four and a half million and then wages to, to sign him. So it's difficult to go and grab one of that. Yeah. Ilk, isn't it, in January? So I think we've just got to go with kind of what we've got um, for, for the rest of the season. Mm. If someone comes in for Michael Keane in January because they see a chance, yeah, that's then that's a different conversation. Then you look around and go, right, okay. Is there an experienced one in the championship or is there an experienced one in Europe who can do a job? We'll see. Brian Garza says, I hope all the Dom critics uh, now realise just how good he is. His goal was top quality. It would have been scored by Kane, Bellingham, Saka. It would have been lauded as a contender for goal of the season. The touch, turn and finish was top notch. Oh, it was a brilliant goal. We love Dom, so you're, not, you, you're getting no disagreements at this end, Brian. David says, afternoon boys, hope you're okay. Great result, keep the momentum going on Wednesday, just not too many changes. Jonathan Rickard says, with us winning at the weekend, what day will be the normal Daily Mail Everton bashing uh, released this week? Um, maybe Wednesday in time for the cup game. 
Maybe. Spanner in works. Mm. Uh, Tom says, hang on, where are we? Sorry. Come back to you, Tom, in a minute. Mark says, I completely forgot about the Neastrial until you mentioned it in your match reaction. It's madness to think he's the only player banned for diving. He's not. He's not because Thingy player. was as well. The West Ham player was. Uh, Lanzini was Lanzini, on the yeah. same day. Yeah. But the two of them were done on that first weekend and nobody was ever done since. So, but it was. It no, was... Ned, chill up. You're wrong. You're just wrong. It's not. We're not talking about getting sent off for diving. Who's this? Basuma. That's not the thing. It was talking about retrospectively banned after a game. Yeah, even though, even though the match official that day, I think it was Anthony Taylor, mm. said, he looked at it again and said, I'd still make the yeah. exact same decision. It was a penalty. Yeah, the commission Which made it, it was a penalty. And then Danny Murphy, the skeleton, kicked up a... F- we all know what Ped does while we should be doing a show. Watching Bramfrey for the um, I'm doing. Yeah. We all know that he kicked up such a fuss on the Saturday night on Match of the Day. And then he's part of that panel. Now, I can't say for sure he sat on that decision mm-hmm. on the Monday, but he's part of that. Kicked up a Feels fuss like and was. it happened again on the Monday morning because I was driving in here in the morning and it was uh, they were kicking off over it again and again and again saying he needs to be done, he needs to be done. Sorry, I was driving into... I'm still at Nosley, wasn't work. I? Social <laughs> serve, real work, yeah. They were kicking off over it going, he's got to be banned. And lo and behold, a two-game ban. And it was when the ass was scoring for us. We had no other strikers. And then he got banned for two games and no one's ever been done since. Mm. Not talking about being booked yeah. for simulation. That's a different thing. Yeah. We're talking about the a very, retrospective yeah, ban. Sh- he wasn't booked for that. The very short-lived. He wasn't booked for diving. He was given a penalty because it was a penalty. Mm. No. Would he wouldn't have got banned if it wasn't for Danny Murphy? Well, if got... Danny Murphy wouldn't, if Danny Murphy had gone, it's a soft one. That would have been the end of it. There wouldn't have been anything. Just... Danny Murphy kicked up such a fuss on the Saturday night, looking at it, different angles and all that, that it become a story. Yeah. And then he peddled it and kept it going. So much so on the Monday Talksport, doing what they do, News of the World for radio, done exactly the same thing, picked it up and went with it. So it was in the news all the time then, mm-hmm. from nowhere, and then he was banned. And then no one else was ever done since. True. Uh, that's why it's the yes rule. Uh, Branthwaite has got the potential to be better than Stones, says David Green. Yeah, yeah. as a defender, absolutely. John Stones is brilliant. But is, is playing in midfield where he is brilliant. Uh, Gareth says, looks like we actually have the semblance of a plan. Confident going into the next few games if we play as we have been. Consistency now, it's all it comes down to. Brian Ball says, didn't Beto only come on for the last five minutes against Bournemouth? Not long enough to do anything. I think he was on a bit longer than that. And he still could have had a goal and he should have had an assist. He should have squared the one at the end, which he hit into the side net. Um, Gareth says, uh, and I pray we do not get a points deduction, but looking at Sheffield United, Burnley and Luton, if we're going to survive with a points deduction, this is the season, it seems. That, yeah, this will be the year to do it. Those three at the bottom are, without being disrespectful, they're struggling to stay up, I would say. Because not, not, not any of the three haven't got a goal scorer in. Um, so yeah, if we were like, if we were ever gonna have points taken off us and still have a good chance of surviving, yeah. this would be the season to do it. But why should we be given points? You know, people forget. Everton actually go. The last time Everton spent any money on players without it being money that 
he didn't get in was 2020. It was the, it was the tra- transfer window with Carlo of 2020. We were still in the midst of COVID. There was no fans in the ground. We were getting hammered for that. So therefore, we spent some money, 60 million, which is nothing really in, in nowadays. We'd already got some players out the door as well with contracts. 60 million pounds. Since then, every penny Everton have spent has been on money that we've brought in. Mm. You know, we spent 1.5 million in the summer of 2021. No other football club, I don't think, has ever spent 1.5 million in the Premier League. Uh, certainly not in recent history, sorry. In a summer transfer window, one and a half million. Mm. That's it. And then the January, we spent money. We had to sell Luca Dean to pay for that. And it's just been that constant wheel of thing over there. But the 18th in the net net spend in the last five years, 18th. It's no wonder when you look why Everton, if someone went, how come Everton are like near the bottom? Yeah. Because we've been forced to sell players and not replace them. Oh, and who's forced us to sell some of those players? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's like the Premier League. And we lost a huge sponsorship deal because of a war, which is... Oh, oh! so we've lost more money, which adds to our losses because of a war and a global pandemic. So there is reasons. I'm not saying Everton are Honestly, innocent because they're not. They're far from it. With They ran the club pathetically in terms of what we spent and everything else. But these, these like sensational stories that you see, this narrative that Everton just keeps spending this huge amount of money, it's nonsense. Utter, utter bollocks. Uh, Stan Smith says all players thrive on confidence. I hope Dom, he keeps Dom in, just let him play. He's missed enough games in the last two years. Yeah. Tom says, do you think the Corey looked a bit leggy all game? I thought he should have come off after 70 minutes as he was doing the faux press. He was doing a false press near the end. Nice to see us looking solid at the back in the past few games. Yeah. Coco Pop says, great when Everton shout out to the Cape Town Toffee Supporters Club in South Africa. Shout out indeed. Hello, Cape Town Toffees. They'll have had a great weekend. Yes. With the rugby. Yeah, with the Cup. rugby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are we up to there? Right, last couple. And then we've done it. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed to more than a game in early at 10,000, come on. Come on, do it. Do it. It takes a second. Uh, Ryan Foley says, Astro would be saying, woo, wouldn't he? Better than that. I can't do his woo, but better than that. Clearly. Um, Stallion says Big Nev the only keeper to get done for the 10 second rule too mm. I remember we played Aston Villa and he got done for um, the ball kicking the ball outside the, the line the referee they give a free it was last game of the season we drew 3-3 with them our own and the referee out. they give a free kick right on the end and I think Gordon Cowan's bent it in it was like, every keeper kicks the ball like that at the thing. So, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. The Premier League loves it. always us. They love it, don't they? Um, Luke says Michael Keane would be a really good centre-back at Oxford United. No way. Um, yeah, it's all good, isn't it? Where are we here? Uh, R9's gone with Guy, Dobbin, Dan Juman, Beto. Burnley. Now maybe Dobbin should be like looking for the like a twenty minute at the end that kind of thing for a loan. 
never he's never playing in this team. No, no, but if Everton got up to it, if Everton could get a couple of goals up and it was then you might be able to give him that 15 20 minutes. He's gonna need a loan anyway because he ain't playing over Jack Harrison, yeah. Dwight McNeil, or Dan Jim exactly. Is he? So therefore that's when he needs the loan. Um Big Kev says I find it strange when Dom had no competition up front, he was always injured. Now he's fully fit. Good. I think the thing is, mate, they've actually not rushed him. Yeah. And he's he's they've got fingers crossed, hopefully coming to the end of what has been a bad era mm-hmm. for him. I don't think it's anything to do with mm. whether he's got competition or not. Footballers want to play. And he was doing he was, you know, look, he was on an upward trajectory when he first picked his injury. Doubling, almost doubling his goals every year. And had a lot of Champions League clubs looking at him. So, I don't think he's decided, oh, I can't be arsed as he's a footballer. Just had bad luck with injuries, as loads, loads of them do, don't they? Great that he's fit now and we're reaping the benefits of it. Um. TJ Mid says, as long as Dykes keeps Keane, Young and Garner out the side, he has my backing. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I think that's massively harsh on a Drisha Garner mm-hmm. game, but there you go. Um, he also says Duke looked leggy, but there wasn't much to replace him. Well, there was, because Garner was on the bench, and he should have come on and replaced him. That was the, that was the one. Um, Kevin Knight said, took my eight-year-old daughter for her first ever game for a birthday yesterday. It was a fab performance and the Everton fans were in fine voices ever. She absolutely loved it and it's defo and Evertonian now. I mean, I'm going like that, Kevin. It's brilliant. That's fantastic. Made up. Then I'm just thinking, poor girl. <laughs> Are you giving her a life of torment? But brilliant that you went and uh, you went and witnessed that and saw the win. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, James says Arsenal and Newcastle were heavily interested in Dom. He certainly were. He certainly were. Right. Eric, let me just say, Go Eric on. says big wins for Everton and Sporting Kansas. Sporting Kansas, yeah. Big in win the last night. Well, it's only the first of. Th- it's mad the way they've done the thing, isn't it? Just peaking at the right time. No, I'm saying, but it's mad the way they've done the, the best of three now in these playoffs. Mm. I watched uh, Houston with Brian Oviedo, Salt Lake. Houston won 2 1. Brian Oviedo. Almost equalised at 1-0. Um, it's all good. Peaking at the right time. Yeah. Maybe. And Cincinnati, they played well as well last night. Mm. So, it's all good. Peaking at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lovely, lovely social band. Says Don was carrying too much muscle for his frame. He looks a lot lighter since going to Germany, to the medical expert. Well, yeah. I mean, that he did... He did go and he done that off his own bat and it's brilliant. Went to Munich, didn't he? They sorted out David Alaba, didn't he? He was having um, injury problems and all that. And they've had a lot of top athletes who suffered injury issues have gone there and mm. they do everything, the blood and all of that stuff there and make sure that they get the right treatments and the right rehab. So hopefully uh, that will stand them in good stead. Like I said before, Sean Dyche and his coaching staff and the... the Everyone else at Everton have given them that time to get everything right, haven't rushed them, even held them back at some stage. And so they deserve credit as well for that. So brilliant. Um Eric says, Can McNeil use his right foot at least one time, please? Maybe. Johnny M says Dyke's refusal to rotate the squad will come back to hurt us. Well, not necessarily. 
We're only, we're only 10 games. Yeah, not necessarily, season. mate. There's been loads of changes this season. Yeah, he has. He's changed. Like, listen, at, he, at the times when he should be criticised, but yeah. I don't think... We've got this thing in our minds now, all of us, and I'm probably... I'm in there as well, probably. But... You don't have to make subs all no, the time. You don't. You don't. There's no. There's no rule that says you have to. Dave, don't forget they have all of the data live. Yeah. On the bench, it's going. They've got the heart monitor stuff on. They know when players are struggling. You can see. I personally, I said it before. I'd have took the Corey off with 15 minutes left and put Patricia Garner gay just off Dom and just said go and press the ball because Garner does that better than anyone we've got. Um. And there's been times when I think the manager should have made changes. Mm-hmm. I don't think yesterday was just the one, like you said, the decor I want, but you can't always make changes. Not ethical. For the Certainly legs of people. Ethical. You know, that's it's what it. Ned would say. Ned say you can't just make changes for the sake of it. We have I mean, you think about it, we've had like three different strikers start games this season. We've had different midfields, we've different had wingers. different left back, different right back different centre-backs. Mm. There's been a lot of changes. A lot of changes. Mm. So I'm quite happy with a settled side when you're only playing at the weekend. If he's, if he, he'll look and he knows, but if he's can see that players are following their game plan, then you'd have to go with them, don't you? Mm. There'll be times when he should make changes. Of course there will. Yeah. But I don't think we can... I, mm. I don't think we should be getting on his back. No. And going, why hasn't he made that change? Because yeah. I, I don't think that's helpful. He, I think he had it sorted yesterday um, and the other just the last thing James W said Ty Browning won the Chinese Super League I did see that yeah I did so see there you that go. yeah there you go Fair once, play to him. once Everton has touched you well, he he's is. successful Obviously, he's a Chinese international isn't he he so is a Chinese international Fair play to him so playing said. at the top level that's what I said uh, still playing there isn't he is he still playing yeah, still big, big Marouan big Marouan still in China Fair he must love it well, it's who else have you got? Uh, James Wallen says Dobbin to Birmingham will be a great loan in January. Yeah, Birmingham it's needs to start game, getting fair, some wins, don't they? Um, Brian says just looked at Roberto came on in the 83rd minute against Bournemouth. Fair enough, mate. Will he still be played 96? So he had 13 minutes, didn't he? He should have, but he still could have ended up with two goals that day, or he should have ended up, like I said, with definitely an assist. Rolls it square, Michalenko taps it in for 4-0. He's trying to get a goal, isn't he? And then Daniel says, this is the last one. That 11 which started is our best 11, in my opinion. I just hope he sticks with it and only changes for freshness. Plenty of youth in that team which need the experience and can grow together. Keep the pensioners off the pitch. Fair play. Fair play to you. Right, that's us done. We're going over to, well, there'll be a magic link which Ned will put there now. Right. I imagine Ned's already Ned's probably already done it. Very that very he's very ethical. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, so he's doing it now. Why are you wearing two t-shirts? He's got two. Ned's got two. Just put your screen on that just to show. La- Why are you wearing a base layer in a studio that's quite warm? Why haven't you got a long sleeve base layer? Uh, oh, what on your tattoos? So why don't you put covers on them then? Didn't I'm think surprised. we. I didn't think we'd be discussing yeah. sweat. I thought you'd come in on your fancy dress on the weekend. It's Halloween tomorrow. 
Are you coming in and fancy dress tomorrow? If you and Baz are coming in and fancy dress, I'll come well, in No, because we're grown men who do professional jobs. I'm a grown man. You're not a grown man. And I think it'll be good for the channel if we do a Halloween special. I think we're not doing a Halloween special. You should come in in your Ron Weasley yeah, outfit that you in. wore the other night. Were you, were you Ron? It's or were not. you just any of the Weasleys? Just yeah, Ron. You were Ron. Right, it's so come in, in. come in in your Ron Weasley. In vodka. In what, sorry? In vodka. In vodka. Yeah. Why you know you're supposed to put it in your mouth and not all yeah, over your cape? I was absolutely smashed on Friday. Oh, you think? Uh, Saturday. <laughs> or both. He doesn't even know what day. He doesn't even know. You're tremendous. Eric Howell says, love the Patterson Harrison right side. Fair play. That's what we want. Right, we're going. So stay here. Come over to more than a game at two o'clock. Why wouldn't you? It's amazing. And subscribe while you're there. See you later.